Welcome, and thank you for joining Journey to Integrity. Happy Yule Tidings, Blessed Yule. Thank you for um, listening to my podcast. I had two people download the episode last night, which was pretty darn exciting. Um, so we'll just get right back into some of my writings. I am writing a memoir. Um, I've been writing it since I was 15. Um, I'm not quite sure when we get in, when we'll get into more of my writings on narcolepsy with cataplexy, which is an illness that I have, an illness that I quite enjoy, actually. Sometimes it does have its, it's got its goodness bad. It's good out, to me, the good outweighs the bad, um, currently, anyway. So we'll get into some more of my writings. Um, I not, there's a lot of different writings that I have that I haven't, decided whether or not I'm going to edit into the final memoir, which is, um, I will I will let you know if that's the case, and you guys can let me know if you think it should be added or how it would be added. I love constructive criticism. That's just who I am. Um, and I do want opinions and discussion, if that's, as long as it's constructive. Uh, positive, is, positive is always necessary. If you do email me, Please try to make a positive sounding subject line, otherwise I won't open it, I will immediately delete it. That's just how I keep myself uh, from falling into certain traps. As you guys know, I will not be listening to the final takes of these, and I, my expertise is not in recording my voice or editing or anything like that, so I do apologize to any people that have audio sensory stuff, auditory sensory stuff that will make it impossible to listen to this due to a lot of different flaws, um, most likely. But I will be taking questions. So if you have a question or a comment or anything, as long as it's constructive and leads to positive and constructive conversation within this journey that I'm taking and and I'm also asking for some constructive judgment or opinion about how well I'm doing on this journey. Um, in any other journeys anybody's taking that they would like for me to share, I do. I will start reading personal stories. I'm embedding them. This is a solely me po um, podcast. My name is Integrity Jenny May. Yes, that is my real name. No, it has not always been my real name. It's been my legal name for 10 years, give or take three years. Um, but it's been my journey since I was 19, maybe 20, but I think looking back much sooner, but I didn't know how it tied into integrity as a child. I didn't even know the word integrity. So there's a lot of different ways in which I've explored the concept of integrity. So um, these podcasts won't be very long. They'll most likely be short five to ten minute excerpts of readings until we start getting an audience. So I'd really appreciate an audience because <clears throat> I am asking for feedback from the community, if there's a community, which I hope there will become a community. That would be snappy happy. 
Um, so, yeah, let's make everything happy snappy and snappy happy. And I will stop going on a tangent in a second. Those of you who can't stand listening to um, unedited and even unlistened to podcasts, I've already posted one that I haven't listened to fully. Um, I just can't stand the sound of my voice. I am hoping at one point in time that if this grows, I'll have someone that can listen over and edit for me because I probably could learn how to do it, but I don't want to because I just, the sound of my voice sounds very odd to me and um, it frustrates me. So I've heard that I have a cool voice from other people. I don't know how true that is because that is not something I feel about myself. And I don't know if it's necessarily negative, it's just I've accepted the fact that my, the sound of my voice makes my ears want to explode. So, it is what it is. I did want to give a shout out to the podcast Morbid. Not that I ever think they'll listen to this or hear this because, yeah, that's makes me really flustered in my heart race. I would totally probably like puke in my mouth if I ever met anyone. Um, if I ever met Elena or Ash. So I give a um, shout out to them. They're a really great podcast. They're morbid. I can't say they're necessarily about true crime. They're just about things in society that you have a morbid curiosity for, I guess. Um, and morbid can mean so many different things, but it's called Morbid. I listened to it on Deezer, but you can probably get it on other platforms so I think they're on Amazon music as well so I'll backtrack a little bit from where we left off in the story just so people can um, kind of remember where we were in the story I was walking the scent of grass and dog poop lingering I remembered my young cousins had played with chalk earlier I walked to the cement I picked it up and suddenly I awoke. I couldn't remember how I got here or what I intended to do with the chalk. So I began drawing aimless shapes, swirls and dips and points. The word truth emerged, truth. My journey started then, I think. I wish I could have said I returned to my grandmother and told her. At the time, she would never have understood. After all, in my early adult mind, she basically believed I was a liar in all things. Though, I wish I could have given her the comfort, the comfort of knowing I was on a journey to change my destiny, to change myself to a moral code that mattered, truth. I never said anything. I cried a little and went upstairs to my bedroom. Graham would continue to send me cards into my early adulthood, into my 30s. She always told me she still prayed for me. After my Pledge of Truth, I had a hard battle. I lost so many times and I won more. I like to think Graham died knowing I'd won the battle. Of course, she still towards her death, thought astral projection was the devil's lie. We were doomed as grandmother and granddaughter. I know though, she saw the good in me. I know somewhere she had faith in me. For over a decade, oh, excuse the growling in the background. We just got a puppy and she antagonizes the older dog and then the other dog gets annoyed enough to play. So at least they're playing. Um, 
For over a decade, I detoxed from being a liar and learned how to tell the truth. I made many, many mistakes. I fell off the wagon in huge ways. I have self-reflected so hard and so long, sometimes I almost broke apart. How dying sometimes would have been preferable. I won't lie and say I didn't try to end my life many times. I indeed made wholehearted, valiant efforts. I was never allowed to die. Sometimes it felt more cursed than life course. It still does sometimes. The first mistake, telling the truth about everything. Sometimes people ask questions just for validation in something harmless. And if more good comes from lying than telling the truth, then telling the truth in that incidence has no value. Let's give examples. <clears throat> Am I fat? I really hate this subjective question. Even with a medical diagnosis of obesity, this could be answered in so many ways. Of course, a doctor would give you an, obje an objective opinion, but asking most people, a neurotical response tends to be, A, if you don't care about someone, perhaps the truth comes easily. Of course, this makes me feel sorry for the people who are naturally thin, because they never get to parts B and C. B, if you do care and the person has demanded the truth, perhaps the words come with better precision and more positive affirmation. For example, for examples, those pants don't flatter your hips. That color doesn't suit you. That bra pushes your boobs up too high, etc. Of course, we know the body language and the verbal way in which things are spoken has context. Sometimes people understand context, sometimes they don't. All context comes from lived experiences. The less and or less reflective life you've had, the more selfish your context. In that, in that case, you may be quick to jump to conclusions based off a single look, a single stutter, or a raised eyebrow. I have learned that selfishness in a social creature, most of the time, only extends to the ones and the individual's perceived good graces. The conclusion, selfishness is shared. With the learning to withhold some truths, I didn't get to part C. That came much later. Now I had another mission. I needed to begin to see the value in everyone's truth. I felt numb and nauseous. I almost screamed internally. It felt like I would later learn back later.
Sorry about that. My throat was getting dry. <clears throat> I'm going to read one more paragraph, and then we'll leave it at that. Um, please let me know if you disagree or agree. Again, it has to be constructive. I can take constructive criticism. I can. Even if it's something negative that I learn about myself, as long as it's done in a caring and empathetic manner um, with the goal of education and everyone, me included, then I will accept it. Just please make it a positive subject line in some way or form or another, because otherwise I will delete it. <clears throat> so the last paragraph I'm reading today, would you guys like me to backtrack a little bit so that we'll go back, we'll go back, um, we'll go back to those sentences before I cut off. There are scales to everything, even to the cowardly, fearful, and greedy. Before I awoke, I was given homework. Yes, homework. My truth actually gave me homework. I was given the task of defining the difference or differences between cowardice and fear. Yes, it's as frustrating and annoying as it sounds. And I'm still working on the differences. There are a lot of differences but my truth never did accommodate with hints in its teachings. Me. So I'm determined I cannot listen to these because I totally hate the sound of my voice. Um, but hi y'all, um, welcome to Becoming Integrity, this journey I've been on, um, totally non-narcissistic take on a personal journey for a personal moral code. Um, it's discussionary based, it's educational, it's educated. Um, so I will read you an excerpt from this, I guess, episode. Sometimes people ask impossible questions and all you can give them is silence. I've been on this journey for a while. I remember I was visiting my grandmother. I love her so much. She was stubborn and unforgiving in her religion. However, she was fair and loving. I overheard her that day. She sounded defeated. She was talking to a family member. I suspect who, but I've never visually confirmed it. The other party never spoke. Hell, she could have been talking to one of her dogs. She did that a lot. What she said was this. Jen is a liar, but she can't help it. I don't know if she will ever not be able to lie. I will pray for her. I've never believed in a singular, singular God, so my first reaction was to scoff and roll my eyes. But it was her sincerity that struck me, so I didn't confront it or look at it. I just processed. I think it was my seventh incidence of self-reflection. I was young. I was 19 or maybe 20, so I reflected. It was painful. Yes, I've done it before. It was always painful. At that moment, I realized I could never ignore something said in truth. Truth. That word rang out. It rang, and my head pounded. I felt, I felt uplifted. The intimately known floating sensation returned. Instead of giving in to panic and fear, I let it, be, let it come in. Once I accepted it, it became calming, like floating in a small old water reservoir in the desert. Sound and sensation was focused. I felt adrift. But this time the turmoil was muted. I could almost hear Jen's internal screaming, but it wasn't a priority. 
I remember my hands and arms became almost numb and I turned them over to look. I was walking. The scent of grass and dog poop was lingering in the air. Um, I remembered my young cousins had played with chalk earlier. I walked to the cement. I picked it up and suddenly I woke. I couldn't remember how I got here or what I intended to do with the chalk, so I began drawing aimless shapes, swirls and dips and points. The word truth emerged. Truth. Thank you all for listening. Um, let me know if you like it and I'll do some more.